300 items I sold out overnight from one video. I've never experienced virality like that ever in my life. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I was, cr I was crying for so long. Like all this hard work finally paid off. It was so, it was such a crazy moment. I learned the most once I opened the shop, right? And I really learned how important it is to have a great team, a team that's committed and yep. sees your vision because no one is ever going to see it as, as good as you. You're, you're going to know it the best, but hey, you're the captain. people that are in line with it and want to be down for the ride with you, that's most important. Here's a impromptu segment. Ready? Oh. Ready for this? No. A real estate license. You're a real Do you have your real estate license? Yeah, I sold a house one time. No what? way! <laughs> really? No way! The crossover we didn't expect. In wow. New Jersey. Someone sent me a. Uh, someone sent me this video, really quick. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it. I just think everyone should listen to this. And from talking to Ryan, that's how his life went. Yeah. And it kind of seems like you've just, done a little bit of that too. Yeah, dude. Um, oh God, we're really going to show that. I've learned a lot from Ryan. Again, yeah. like, I'm, like any pig? the guy, the guy changed my life. Dude. Oh. The guy gave me oh. an opportunity. Okay, oh. all right. Oh. Okay, that's how we're going to start out. I just, I just think I, that the someone just sent I, that to me, and I was like, I, I told you that so many times. Whatever in person. Whatever. That shouldn't be a surprise. Whatever. To you. Oh my God. What? Whatever. Aren't you part time now? Anyway, I am, I am. I'm not. I'm not on the clock right now. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, neither are you. No, oh, it's only me. It's only you. All right, welcome back to the Business of Influence podcast. Today's guest is the queen of curating Y2K vintage clothing. Yep. Andy is literally shaking in his loafers right now. Quaking in his boots. She conquered Depop, TikTok, and now brick and mortar in New York City. Ooh. You probably know who I'm talking about. She's from New Jersey. She's the definition of business of influence by garnering a huge audience over social, then opening up Rogue, which is a New York City thrifting staple in the Lower East Side. Massive. She's worked with Post Malone, Nike, Falcor from Never Ending Story, like one of the greatest movies of all time. Crazy. Emma Rogue, welcome to the Business of Influence. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. How was that? So wait, 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 wait. That was, that was great. I feel like the first question needs to be like blue carpet. So what are you wearing? Oh, okay, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, let's see. Um, What's the fit? On the feet, I have vintage swear platforms from do you the have those? 90s. Uh, in different color. Okay. Nice. Are doing cost as well. I was gonna ask you, that's a thing right now too. How yeah. much does your fit cost? All right, these I paid up for like six or 700. Oh, damn. Socks, these are thrifted. This is just like tights, took a razor to. Thrifted skirt, like seven bucks. Okay. This belt, famous stars and straps, Travis Barker, shout Ooh, out. Shout out. I found this, I got this from like a storage locker from a guy I bought off of stolen arts belt madonna tank top nice and then run shout out rhino dick pill vic necklace and rogue x eye girl pendant ow okay yeah. and and wow. uh personal fears rings shout out shout out tosh damn cool. okay yeah ryan what are you wearing <laughs> <laughs> no i think ryan's outfit is so cool today i told him this before it's like i know we were we were filming all this all this morning and i have to be you know i like the hair speaks to my wisdom, but the rest of me has to speak to like my understanding of youth. You know, like I like I get it. I personally <laughs> like this dress down, but like not enough. Like the suit, the tie thing was like it's old. I bring, no I bring the suit and no tie offense. back here no and there offense. because I've got to like, sometimes if you go and meet with somebody who's older, yeah. like I, I dress for the Vacation. audience, you know? Like if I just lean so far into what makes Ryan comfortable, which is jeans and a t-shirt probably, you know, there's, 
half the business we have goes away. And it just is what it is. Like I just, I just like, I can complain all I want, but it just is what it is. And so this is like a nice thing, the suit where I don't wear the, like they don't have the belt anymore. Like they can make, you know, I get these suits that don't have belts now. Oh, so nice. it just has like the strap thingy and then, you know, like a t-shirt and then you get the custom suits so that the buttons aren't sewed together. So when you get them custom, the buttons are loose and then you just roll, then I roll it up like this. You guys are in two <laughs> different realms of like style. <laughs> It's, it's, I'm gonna come shop at your store. Oh, please do. We, we would love to style you. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, got should, him, I got him. I feel like I should bring Jordan Hurt over there and we should film it. Shit. Yeah, and do it. I got him a vintage shirt the other day and it's uh -huh. probably like somewhere under his bed. No. I was, I was proud of it's it. It's not. I actually what, don't what, know where what it, what is. Tea was it is. So his daughter's <laughs> name is Xena. So I found this like old school Xena the Warrior, like princess tea. Felt good. It was a nice color. It was heavy, like a good distress to it. And, and it's uh, somewhere unknown right now. What do you wear at home? Yeah, like, what is your comfortable outfit? Me? Well, yeah. Hold on. A suit. This is not about me, guys. <laughs> okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Who, who are you? Who are you? Let's how, did you get, how did you get here? Why, how did you fall in love with clothes? How did you open up your own store? Can you, can you like, take us back? Yeah. A little, like, behind the music. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I thrifted growing up with my mom, like, after gymnastics practice. Yeah. It was calm. Um, but you still the, do gymnastics? Could you do, like, a cartwheel? Oh, yeah, I could. Oh. I actually recently went back to Chelsea Field or Chelsea Piers yeah. to the gymnastics gym. Okay. I got my run up back, handspring back, tuck back. So, oh. but, but on tumble track, not on floor. Can you do that? No. <laughs> you should tumble. You can barely walk. <laughs> I was thrifting growing up and then I got on Depop right after I graduated. Yeah. So your mom got you into thrifting. Is that? Yes. Got yeah. It. Cool. It so, was more like a cost, you know, saving money type cool. thing. When did you graduate? Because you said you got onto Depop then? So I graduated 2017. Okay. Yo, so this was like early yeah. Depop days, right? Early, yeah. Early for the US for sure. In the UK, it was already like a thing. Okay, yeah. But in the US, it was still new. What is, what is Depop? Depop is like an online selling platform okay. for clothes. It's like Instagram for selling clothes. Yeah. Um, a lot of Gen Z are on it. Got it. And I just started selling stuff I would find at the thrift or like that I wasn't wearing out of my closet. And it kicked off really fast. Like the first item I listed was sold within an hour and nice. I had people fighting over it. What was it? It was a pair of platform uh, sketchers oh, cool. from the 90s. Interesting. And I had two of them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I have something here. And then I called, I remember as soon as I sold, I called my mom and I was like, mom, like I have something here, I'm gonna run with it. And then I just kept listing. And eventually Depop actually hired me to work at their Soho shop. Wow. Because like they really liked my online shop and- When, when was this? This like they before hired COVID me, or after COVID? This was before COVID. Okay, okay, they okay. hired me like December 2018 because yeah. I shot an event okay. that happened at their space. And so I worked there for a year part-time. And then the time that I wasn't there, I was just selling on my own. And then I started getting to like street fairs, flea markets, like selling at Hester Street Fair, Grand Bazaar, all over the city and Brooklyn. Nice. And did really well. And then COVID came. Yeah. Mm. March 2020. They asked if I wanted to go full time and just do remote for them. Or the other option was I just keep selling on my own. Hold and on. Did you have any like social media like following at the time? I had maybe just hit 10K on Depop. I was bigger on Depop than I was on Instagram. Oh, okay. Interesting. So that's like a Depop influencer. Yeah. I was like way bigger on Depop. And Instagram, I know, maybe had like three or 4K. I was not big. I wasn't like a, a big social media user. But I thought long and hard and I decided to work for myself nice. and not take the full-time position at Depop. Okay. And I'm so glad I did that because if I didn't, I wouldn't be where I am right now. But um, super scary, I'm sure at the time, right? 
Yeah, it was scary. But like at the same time, I knew deep down, like I didn't want to sit behind a computer for like eight hours and clock in remote. Like everyone was working remote at the time. I would have had to have been remote working. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm too like, ah, uh, like I yeah. can't do that. Must be nice. Ah. <laughs> Ryan made us all work. Did you? It's, I, oh, it's terrible how I make people work and great. give them jobs. This <laughs> is brutal. Did you start <laughs> with that clip back? Run that clip back. <laughs> I have a question about the timing though, because yeah. you started selling on Depop, so you became a Depop influencer then, mm-hmm. and then yes, yes. I, what would that be? Yeah, Depop let's call influencer. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then COVID hit, and you started posting on TikTok when. I started putting, posting on TikTok like early 2020, thanks to my friend Andrew, who worked at Depop and made me post on TikTok. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out, Andrew. <laughs> Love you. Um, he was like, Emma, you need to make a TikTok like about your Depop shop. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have posted my video showing how I package a Depop order and I wouldn't have gone viral. And overnight, I got a million views. I got 100,000 followers in a week. I sold out my Depop shop pretty wow. much. Like that was 300 items I sold out overnight from one video. Crazy. I've wow. never experienced virality like that ever in my life. And I was like, I was like, oh my, I was, cr- I was crying for so long. Like all this hard work finally paid off. It's it, was probably, so, it was such a crazy moment. It's probably crazy feeling it both ways. Not only did you get views, but you also pulled in sales. Like yeah. you, you got it two ways, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I, I kind of wish like looking back at the time, I wish I had someone telling me, Emma, get an employee, get help because I was doing it all on my own until... May of or April 2021. I was I never hired an employee. Like I, I, there's so many things like I knowing now what I know I would go back and fix, but look, everything happens for a reason. So you start your TikTok early 2020. Mm-hmm. When does the idea of like I'm going to go into brick and mortar come into play? So that idea came about mm, like spring 2021. I had three or four friends that opened brick and mortars in the city due to the low rents because of COVID, right? So my friend Frank, shout out Leisure Center, opened in April. He had me do a pop-up with him. My friend Natalia Spots, shout out Funny Pretty Nice. She had me do a pop-up with her in and April you're as like well. pulling clothes that you have in your apartment and showing up, popping up with like a clothing rack? So I lived, I still lived with my parents at the time. I was living back with my parents yep. once COVID happened in New Jersey. And I, I would source... My, okay, my weeks were filled with like three days of sourcing or four days of sourcing and then three days of shooting and listing sure. and shipping. Yep. Um, and all the clothes I would get from just like, you know, thrifting, the bins. Can you explain to us what the bins are? I've heard that word a couple the, of times. The Goodwill bins is basically a giant warehouse. Yeah, where people drop off. People drop off I've donations. I've dropped off so many clothes to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And then they roll them out in these big like eight by four foot wide bins. It's a free for all. It's It's, you pay by the pound, but like you got to dig. It's like very labor intensive. Oh, so, so, okay. So it's not price per shirt. It's just kind of like, you just buy the pound. It's like a dollar 69 a pound or whatever state you're in. So what are you looking for? Cause you're, you're like a vintage clothes treasure hunter in Mm -hmm. those moments going through these bins. Yeah. So what are you looking for? Do you, you don't have like a, you don't have like a metal detector. You just have like your own eyes. Exactly. It's, it's, all about the eye, right? I just say, I look for what's cute. We, we, it's hard to like define what cute means, but like, I just try to imagine if I could p- picture a model walking down the street wearing it, I get it. Got it. Interesting. How do you fund these purchases? I mean, $1.69 a pound, probably not that much, but 
maybe it is mm-hmm. like you're 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 buying if you're buying clothing three days a week and then trying to resell as fast as you can but Are then it takes time it? for things to i imagine you're sitting on a lot of inventory for a while right is that kind of where your question is going to well you know what we move i would say we move inventory pretty fast yeah um all so the money I had to open up the shop, I had saved from all my Depop sales. Sure. So, cause I was living at home. I didn't have to pay rent. Thank yeah. God. Like I saved up all my money. That's nice. And now like, I mean, all our money comes from sales. Sometimes we do get like brand deals through TikTok yep. or reels. But that's like where the mon- where the funds come so from. How much money did you make off Depop back in the day? Damn, he's coming oh, from hard hitting questions. <laughs> I, I can talk about Depop. Um, the... I remember the the day I sold out my shop, I made like seven, a little over seven thousand dollars in one wild. night. Yeah, and and I mean, that's like that's like two hundred something items, two hundred eighty items. I don't know. But then you had to ship them all. Oh, I had to spend, I think, two whole days packing and shipping. So, do you know what your net costs were? Like, what your net profit was between like, like if you were to have a P and L. You see, like now, the, now you're hitting something that like- Like the purchase of the inventory. <laughs> you got to tap in Jenny, tap in Jenny. The stocking cost, the shipping cost, all that. She had no employees, so I you had, probably didn't have time to calculate, right? No, I was, that. that's the one thing I will say, like I kind of take after my dad. I, I don't do a good job of keeping track of the financials, but it was good definitely- Good job, dad. <laughs> good old dad, not keeping track of the financials. Let's <laughs> my, my mom is way better at that. I definitely profited because I would always try whenever I was out thrifting to stay under $5 a piece. Sure. Okay. That would be like, I would add up the quantity of items and the total amount I paid, I would try to stay under five. Yeah. Okay. Between five and seven was my range. Got it. So I probably profited like, I don't know, 60%. Okay. Oh, wow. It it's like, pretty good. The margins like on thrift and bins. A little bit, right? Yeah. Maybe a little more, honestly, because thrifting, think about it. If you go to the bins and I find a Juicy Couture hoodie, I'm going to be paying $1.69 for that because it's like a little under a pound. Yep. And you price that, that for 75 Sure. And imagine that times 250 But that's you're paying for the ability to be able items, to curate. Two, like that, yeah, right? Exactly. Like shit like that's super hard to find. Like that, right. that's why there's a premium. Right. Finding the stock is the most difficult thing about like selling vintage. Right. Sourcing. Interesting. So where, where were you today? You, were you at the shop today? Um, Do you wake you, up and go there every day? Not every day. Every day is different. But today I did because we had to film with a girl we're doing an event with this weekend. And like this painter came by, I got to take photos with him. And now we're here. Got it. Is your day filled with like Emma Rogue, the personality or or Rogue? The sh- like what's like the crossover? Like how, like where do you spend more of your time? It's a combo. I, it's tough. I need to spend more honestly on the Emma Rogue and like putting out more content on the Emma Rogue side. Yeah. Um, and like, we're we're building our, our own line right now, which is what I've been wanting to do. But honestly, like the social media stuff took off in a way I never expected. And now it's become its its own monster of its own, you know, which it is- which so is a, time. Yeah. Th- like J- Jenny and I, like, I remember when I first said, we need to be putting out one interview a day. Sure. This was September, 2021. And we've been doing that. Jenny's been amazing facilitating that. We have a team of like two or three editors under her. Like, I don't know, like all our all our energy is going into this content because we get so many requests from labels and sure. festivals. So And it generates sales? Are you selling for, online? <laughs> for for the first year, no. It was nothing. Okay. 
it was all just views and marketing, but, like but, but it does, but it does generate sales in terms of like awareness. Right. So yeah, like people will see the interviews and they come to our shop, want to buy stuff and then want to get interviewed. So do you still sell online or only in the shop? We do, but I honestly, like I made a mistake there. I should have been way more present with our Depop, but we're getting back into it. And that's why we're working on, on our line and we're going to drop in October and it's going to be, we're going to heavily promote it online. So we're going to get back into Shopify because that's what's going to sustain our brick and mortar in the long sure. run. Yeah. You know, because it's it's really difficult to sustain on its own. And I just got very lucky with a COVID price in yes. rent. Yes, yes. It's crazy the awareness <laughs> that you have. Because I had a friend come into town and his girlfriend's like, that's her thing, like thrifting. Mm -hmm. And she made a point that she needed to stop at Rogue. And I was like, damn, the pool. And they're from L.A. So like mm -hmm. across the country. I was just shocked the pool that you had because I thought it was just like very like local. Oh, but you have you have oh, pool, dude. We it's have crazy. we have people from Qatar, like Abu Dhabi, uh, Korea, everywhere. People countries I haven't even heard of come. We have celebrities, so tell us Post Malone. Oh yeah, how did, oh, that feel? How did that happen? Oh, I'm so okay. Jealous. So <laughs> so that you guys know New York Nico. Yes. Yeah. So Nico like hit me up a couple weeks before, and he was like, "Yo, like." I might have someone special I want to bring by in a couple weeks. Like, are you down? And I'm like, yeah. And then like something happened with his appendix or something. And like he was oh. in the hospital and then I thought it wasn't going to happen. But then it ended up happening. And I didn't know what was going to go down. But I made sure I had like 10 or 15 tees that I sourced specifically for him of all his favorite things, right? Oh, the one wow. thing I couldn't find was a Guitar Hero tee because I knew Post loved Guitar Hero. That was the one thing I couldn't find. But I got like a Tupac tee for him. Elvis Presley tea, a bunch of other like crazy rare grails, Megadeth, blah, blah, blah. How did you like, how'd you find these? Were you like looking that, for bands? That's or were you, when like I, when I tapped in my, all my vintage plugs, right? Like that's when I started texting everyone I, I met from throughout the years. Got it. Um, and then I like had a few the friends in Jersey pull up on me. Yeah, You're but like, like vintage group chats. No, not group like, chats. You know, it's kind of like, what's the word? Not territorial. Out, like, the, the bat signal and everyone's but, like, we got the stuff. You know what I'll do? I'll just post on my story sometimes and be like, hey, does anyone have, and then I literally did that for posts. I put a list of all his favorite things. Does anybody have these teas? Oh, and hella, all of my vintage people follow me, right? So then they hit me up if they yeah. had them and then I'll pay for them and just cool. mark it up for him. And he are, bought them all. Are you like into fashion or are you into just like strictly vintage? Are you just like into nostalgia? Like what is it? <sighs> I, for me, I, I really love nostalgia and vintage. The new stuff is great. I love it. Do I keep up with it as much as I should? No. Mm -hmm. But I just like everything that reminds me of my childhood is, is my favorite, you know? We were just talking about that. I feel like, uh, who said it? Jack Harlow had a line, and I just said this in the last podcast, but like we spend our entire adulthood chasing our childhood chasing youth mm -hmm. and I think like your story is an example oh, that's like of that. the epitome of that did you go to school for like fashion and like that did you go to art college at all I did I went to NYU for media culture communications and I graduated a year early and then in that year like I'm very grateful my parents didn't make me get a job or anything immediately they were very supportive so I took some classes at FIT like fashion business classes intro to pattern making intro to sewing and then that's when I started Depop and then it took off do you have brothers, sisters? I do. I have one younger brother. What's he do? He does real estate and oh. cri and crypto. Oh, okay. Wait, in the city or Jersey? Jersey. We okay. both. All our uh, family has our licenses, our real you, estate licenses. Real do you have your real estate license? Yeah, I sold a house one time. No what? way! <laughs> really? No way! The crossover we didn't expect. In wow. New Jersey, yes, yes, yes. It was my neighbor's house. I sold it. Crazy. Mm -hmm. And you made a commission and everything. I did make a commission, yes. This was in 2022. 
So how would oh, you start last year? Last year, yeah. Oh, that was very recently. You were Whoa. just like, hold on, let me put down the clothing for Nike. I'll be right over there. Actually, wait, it was 2021. Okay. But but yeah, my mom was like, my mom is so good. She's just like, Emma, you gonna do this? You gonna do this? And I was like, okay, I did it. And I was doing all the emails and like blah blah blah. And like the septic tank, the septic tank. Yeah, those septic tanks, they get in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. That was like once that was fixed though, it was smooth. It was the smooth inspections sailing. and everything. It's yeah, it can be a nightmare. What yeah. did you wear as a realtor? How did you dress? <laughs> Oh, I love, I'd pay good money for like <laughs> Emma Rowe. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, what realtor. was the purchase price of the house? Uh, I think it was like seven ninety five or seven fifty. Uh, okay. But I had to split the commission because they had- There's the, another agent. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, yep. Yeah. So were you wearing this? <laughs> no, 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 no. I definitely tried to dress the part, but it oh, was- wait, what is the part of a real estate agent in your mind? Just like in my mind, it's, you know, like how you were talking earlier, you know how, you know, um, I was wearing black jeans. Okay. I was wearing my vintage Skechers, but they look more like a, a loafer than a sneaker. Gotcha. Right? I was wearing a North Face puffer and then just like a plain black tee, but like tight, not loose. Got it. Yeah. So relatively pretty calm. Yeah, very tame, like all black, yep. just like you. And then when you got back, <laughs> and then when you got back in the car, you just, what, you just like ripped it all off. <laughs> Right, like what are those memes? Like it's like well, me at work and then like me when I get off work, just two totally different people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, this is a good transition. Uh, here's a impromptu so segment. Ready? Oh. Ready for this? <laughs> no. Uh, we're going to play a game where you're going to rate Ryan's outfits. Oh. As the real estate guy. This okay. Not, what? Yeah, out of, surprise. Out of 10? <laughs> out of 10? Sure. Okay. Ready? Okay. Rate or rose? He just, made, just, he just rose. made up this game. <laughs> okay, I'm ready? Excited. So I'm not outfit, excited. Here's I'm, a typical, I'm a very positive person. I look so great all the time. I'm, I'm sure so they're going to be all 10. Speaking I'm of sure. typical real estate outfits, outfit number one. Okay, oh listen. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. <laughs> His arms look good. Listen. Okay, stop looking at me that way. He kind of looks like SpongeBob there. I don't think right. or, like, or like like big Squidward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. like handsome Squidward. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I'll push him. Guys, don't worry. SpongeBob, thanks. What do we think on a well, scale of one to ten? First of all, what, what you're missing, like, what do we hate? Is that there is a suit jacket that comes with that that's also short sleeve, and in the city in the summers it's like ninety degrees out. <laughs> Right, with 95% humidity. And then we got to go shoot these property tours to sell these penthouses. It's like a $20 million apartment we sold in the West Village, like with a pool outside. I, I'm trying to and give you, you context. And you sold it in this, in this outfit? No, no, no. The video <laughs> was in that outfit and the photos were in that outfit and people paid attention and then we sold it. Yeah. So yeah. you got you got like how many views with this outfit? The oh, more man. the more skin I show, <laughs> the more people watch. It's un right. it's unfortunate, and we should fix that in society. All right, Emma, what do we like? What do we hate? Let's Wait, I it. have a question. Did you cut the sleeves yourself? Listen, <laughs> I got this. I got this. Listen, I listen, it, listen, listen, listen. Go, and you cut. Okay, I, I did have to cut the sleeves a because little DIY. Because yeah, I like you. I'm gonna give it a pl I'm gonna give it extra points because of DIY. It was a little DIY. Because the, I, the, shoot, the suit jacket, I didn't realize, was also short sleeve, like okay. I said. And I had like my white button down shirt on. And so I had the white sleeves out, the short, and I was like, this doesn't work. It, so I had, to, I had to like freaking rip them off. It's giving Flintstones. It's giving Flintstones. Oh, I see it. But you know, I have to give it, like I like the power stance. It's, you know, you're very confident. I'm usually. Yeah. In the outfit. So I, I would say like seven and a half. Oh, 7.5. Wow. Okay. Okay, okay, ready? He's generous. Out of 100. I'm, I'm generous. <laughs> Out of 100. <laughs> okay, here, here's, here's another, here's an easy one. Why, here's do you, a, why are you sharing all your iPhone wallpapers? These are my, right this now. is my personal stash. Here's another good one. What do we rate this? Okay. Oh, it's the Tim's for me. It's the Tim's for sure. What was uh -huh. the backstory behind this? Was this Halloween? That is an episode of, uh, so Sell Like Sirhant is a TV show I did on Bravo where I would teach people how to sell. And one of the guys 
that I was teaching to sell. I think this was the wine guy. No, 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 no. He was, uh, this guy um, uh, uh, sold like kitchen cabinets, so custom kitchen cabinets, mm -hmm. and he was terrible at it. And so one of the things I did with him, because I would, I would watch him, I'm like, okay, sell me a kitchen cabinet right now. And he's like, well, there's wood. I'm like, no, no, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> you're gonna like love what you sell, right? Even if you don't, you gotta be passionate about it. You gotta see it. Like, have you ever seen a kitchen cabinet get made? Have you ever been to, you know, like a, a lumber yard? He's like, no, I have no idea. I'm like, so. I took him to like the factory in the woods of Pennsylvania where the kitchen cabinets that he was selling actually get manufactured and like blew his mind because like the wood is cured and it sits there forever and the way they get it all. And so I dressed up like that because we went and cut down some trees. So we could really see wow. like what it's like. It I like this. And it was hot. Do we see? like overalls? Is that like, is that back in? I'm gonna start wearing that to work I, I think like Oshkosh Bagosh when I think overalls. Yes. What? what is that? What? It's like the baby brand. The baby brand. Okay. Dude, that's a real chainsaw. Just so you I, know. Like don't be, don't be, you know, too into it. You too know? mean. <laughs> what do we think, Emma? Nine. Nine? Whoa. I like it. it I like true. the backstory behind that. Like everything about it is really good. I'm not the giving you a backstory skin, to the next the one. The more skin we're, you we're show, gonna go the wholesome. number. We'll go wholesome. I'm not gonna we'll, give you a backstory. We'll do two more. We'll do two more. This one's wholesome. This one's. This one's dad mode. Aw, how can I not give below a 10 on that? That's so cute. <laughs> She's like, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was easy, cool. that was easy. That, okay, that's, hold on. That's, your, that's so It's like cute. me in shorts and a t-shirt. Okay, hold on, but, hold but, on. But you're with your family, Here's it's a good cute. one. Ryan and I apologize for this one in advance. Yes. No backstory. No backstory. No backstory for that one. This is regular Tuesday at the yeah. office. How many sales do you make in that? All of them. <laughs> He's wearing it right now. <laughs> oh yeah! Every time under, there's a showing, under, I'm like, "I'll be right there," out. and I run outside and I go like that. Is this a paper mask? Mm, I think we got it from like a party store. Okay. Yeah. Was this in the Tribeca office? Yeah. That was in the Tribeca office yeah. before we got this building. That oh. was mid. -co that was hardcore, uh, like early September COVID. We were making the launch film. Helping him, yeah. helping him put that on it was so awkward. It was so weird. Yeah, he had to hold like all the different things as I squeezed in. I like this. It's giving Incredibles. Damn. Trying to get some low numbers here. I can't win. Okay, eight, eight. Sorry, okay. I'm like, I'm too happy. Should I just say four or something? Right. No, don't okay. say four. I take an eight. Eight is great. Okay. Eight is good. I like it. I don't know. I'm. This one's also adorable. Boom. Dude, that That's is cute. That is really Ferrari Safari chic right there. I like that. Is that a zebra? That is a zebra behind me. Yeah, we're in Africa. That's wow. Uh, we went on safari. That's cool. Yeah, you wake up at like four in the morning because you had to go watch them all do eat their breakfast because they go to sleep all day long. And then oh. at night for twilight, you go back out. And so you had to bring like your safari clothes. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do we think? Maybe like a six. <laughs> all the family photos, That's she's like low score. <laughs> the me butt naked, tense only. <laughs> High uh, scores only. Okay, hold on. This is a bonus one. Just because I was a real, I was a fan of this one. Is this me in the shower? Oh, no, that's that's the hit. Oh, I like that. It's a, that. I like it's a that. great photo. Yeah, that's a power. Who made that color. suit? Partysuit.com or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these like little Chinese Why was I websites. Say, like Moschino or like. No, 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 no. It came in like a Ziploc bag that we had that like was this big. It showed up. I'm like. Dude, they sent me the pocket square. There's no, and you open it up and you open up the bag and it's like suit unfolds because they sent it from like Shenzhen or somewhere and mm -hmm. we had to steam it for like a day and it's just made out of stars. So we had just sold the apartment. This is the summer of 2020. We had just sold one of the apartments above in that building that's Zaha Hadid, 520 yes, West 28th Street. Yeah, we sold it for like 
I don't know, $7 million or something. And it was also wow. the middle of COVID and everything was dead in New York. So it just felt like a way to make everyone feel better was to dress in an all-star suit and go and take a photo of myself on top of my car. Yeah. Are we ready? I, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe 10 for style, one for tone deaf. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree Wait, with don't that. agree with me. I was joking. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe, maybe then like a seven. Like maybe, maybe if like Moschino made it, it would be cooler. Okay. All right. So branding affects the score. Well, I, it's yes. like if this is like an Alibaba like purchase, you know, like one hundred percent. That's what it was. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, but but then again, like you got to do what you got to do sometimes. So I get yeah, it. It was COVID. Times were hard. Right. You know, I had to like take care of this that's guy. Came straight from China. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's actually done with that segment. That was great. All right, now I, I, now I, I know how now. this is gonna roll. Next next podcast we do, I'm bringing my own iPad. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Alibaba, it's fast fashion all the weird the videos I have oh, of, okay. of Adrian oh, on my phone. We're getting get there. Alibaba, Let's get deep. what happened there? Is is fast fashion destroying the planet? Let's get deep. You're the you're the thrift girl. I mean what are thoughts? it's definitely not helping. Okay. Let's start some beef. HM, do you like them? Hey, <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, you I mean uh -oh. I, I don't know. It's it's tough because you know H and M. Yes, historically they're like not really that good fast fashion, but like they have these programs now where they're like incubating young designers and like. Is that good or bad? I mean, I think that part is great and giving them like resources and yeah, a platform and resources to like good materials. Like that's something they've never done before. Uh, but isn't that I don't a major pollution and like waste factor? For fast fashion too. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Like, yeah, not I, I definitely great for the world. So no, yeah. definitely not great at all. Like that. Well, and then that comes down to us, right? Being conscious consumers, yeah. we have to Buying be aware of what we're consuming and what we're buying. Rogue is like the most earthly conscious clothing store on the planet. Oh, I like that. Flip that. Wow. Yes, but that's it's great. But it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an inherent part of what we do, right? Yeah. Ninety percent of our shop is all. Resale, secondhand, pre-loved stuff. Yeah. We and then the other ten percent is like our brand, which is our hand screen printed stuff, and my friends' brands like Spicy Ambi hand crochets all her stuff, and she's amazing. Nice, all my friends' brands. You know, the, one of the most environmentally conscious places in the world to live is. Tell Where? me, Manhattan. Oh. How so? Because compared to the size of the Earth, Manhattan is less than the size of a grain of sand, right? And everyone says, I'm not gonna use up land. I'm not gonna take up too much room just for one person. I'm gonna sardine myself on top of everybody else. I'm gonna use the minimal amount of space and I'm not even gonna take up space on the ground, on the island, I'm gonna take up space in the air. And so you can take millions and millions of people and stick them in boxes and then through power of brand, convince them that it's worth it, right? Wow. That's, versus, that's crazy. Versus you go to, Listen, I love everywhere, but you go to other states, right? And it's like, no, I then the value is in how many acres you have, how much frontage you have on the water, how much of earth do you get to own? Whereas here, like you'd be hard pressed to sell someone a ground floor unit in Soho. They want to be high, they want to be above, and they don't care. They, the more people below you and around you, the better. And it is by far the most environmentally conscious way to live. But then you have the extreme side of that of like Hong Kong, that's like overly done, right? Where people are just, is it Hong Kong? 
Don't cancel me. Well, I mean, Hong Kong is a city. <laughs> what, what no, I know, but like- Pretty sure this is our own podcast. We'll just cut out anything you say that's stupid like we usually do. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, you lived in a sardine can in Soho. Yeah, but I still lived in Soho, which is like not There bad. it is. That's branding. No, I mean, yes. But I'm just saying like there's other parts of the world. I, I think it's Hong Kong where like it's just like overly packed and people are like- there's yeah, too Hong much Kong, population. Shanghai, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's. I mean, you could say the same thing for them too, right? Or no, but you have. But you have to think about it. Their branding isn't as good. <laughs> branding. No, but it's 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 the the safest way for us all to live is to live really really close to each other and on top of one another, right? And jigsaw it all the way up, which is what you do in in major cities, you know. Um, uh, and so it's kind of like, and some of the most valuable properties in New York City are pre-owned. They're used, right? They're used. The brand of that building, the brand of who that owner was, you know, the same way you're like, oh, who wore that shirt? Exactly. If you get a shirt off of, I don't know, Post Malone's back, and then you get to sell it, now it's a branded shirt, and then it's got artistic provenance to it. Mm -hmm. So now you're selling his shirt, not just yep. a shirt. Same thing for property, right? So I don't know, we sell celebrity apartments all the time, and it's like, I don't just have a property to sell, I'm selling his property. And in New York, you're also selling, you know, you're selling like financial titans homes. Like we're selling a penthouse, I can't say who, but it's not far up this street in Soho. And the owner is a very, very famous private equity CEO. So anyone that comes through that's in finance, we're like, you'd be buying from him. That guy is super wealthy and is obviously very smart. If he chose to live here, are you dumb enough not to choose to live here too? And so it adds value to 100%. the property. You mm -hmm. know, it just it just is what it is. And so I don't know. So I look at what you do in a very very similar fashion. You know, no mm -hmm. pun intended. You're basically Manhattan. You have the second. You are Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I think Manhattan. Branded? I do think you now. Actually, I don't. I don't think any rogue. Yeah. And then Rogue. Branding. Love it. I, I want like eyeshadow. I need eyeshadow. <laughs> I feel left we out can without get you the some. eyeshadow. Jenny, can you go in my bag? <laughs> you know, I'm going eyebrow threading with Jordan to, and we're filming it. You know what he's doing tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Oh, you're going anal bleaching with fat <laughs> Jew? He's Are you it. really going to do it? You have the yeah, fat Jew do it. Are you really? Are you yeah. going to? I do, I do. And they decided on the podcast that tomorrow they're going to go get their buttholes but, yeah. bleached. It's happening. Why did yeah. I ever agree to do this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I try to keep it business. <laughs> okay, wait. So I, I, going back to fashion. Okay. You noticed the suit. You asked if it was a brand. What are some brands that you have your eye on right now? Ooh. Are you a brand girl? Depends. I'll, I'll shout out my friends right now. Spicy Ambi. She's going crazy. I think SZA's about to wear her stuff. Ooh. What type of fashion is that? What style? She hand crochets everything. Okay. Like Super. dresses, tops. Oh my God, that is so much work. I know, I know, but she's so good. She's she so talented. Yeah, that's yeah. how I found her. There it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, shout out Yori, Das Yori. We just had a pop-up with him. He's going crazy. Rick Owens vibes, you know, big silhouettes, baggy. Mm. I, I just learned about a brand no, sorry, called Isemiyaki. Isemiyaki, yeah. So good. I just saw their, have you seen that brand before? I have no idea. All the pleats? No, it's so cool. So cool. So what are some other brands like that? Some brands that I like, my personal faves, I love like Jean-Paul Gaultier. I like Moschino a lot, how loud it is and crazy. Mm. Is that your style? Like loud and crazy? Do you ever wear just all black? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay. sure. For okay. sure. I do. Okay. But I like loud and crazy too. Only I really when she's like a real loud. estate agent. Oh yeah, only when I'm black. a real estate agent do I <laughs> wear But she go all black and sad. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she goes back into, I'm ready to go back to the world. What is mm -hmm. this style called that you wear? 
Y2K. I think it's like a mix of like, yeah, like Y2K. Meets like a little punk, right? Yeah, meets meets a little punk, like mall goth vibes. Yeah. So what styles are in today? Like if I don't know what to wear and I'm like, you know what? I want to dress in what's in. You got to go like little top big pants right now. Little top big pants. That's a rule of thumb. This guy. So like like very revealing. No, it could just be like, it could be like a little bit cropped, right? So we see like an inch of midriff yep. and then like baggy wide leg jeans. Okay, that's that sounds like it would work for you. So for a guy. <laughs> no, no, for guys it works. Well, Absolutely I wear not. stuff like that sometimes. Like my You wear little tops and big pants? Well, my bell bottoms are like kind of like flared. Oh, he's a bell Exactly, guy. exactly. He's a bell the bottom bell bottoms guy. count. Yeah. And then like a tight top, like, you know, dagger collar for Andy situation top. Mm. Yeah, we got a style around. I don't think baggy pants just wouldn't work well for me. Okay. You know? Okay, why don't we do some like nice cargos for you? What? <laughs> no. I, cargos is a good step. No. I, was a skinny, I was a skinny jeans kid and I'm just like, I'm expanding You can't do cargos. the skinny jeans and you used to wear skinny jeans. All, oh. You used to wear the same pair of pants every day. Well, all the time. I remember those kids. All, I remember yeah, wait, those okay, kids. Okay, there's nothing wrong with repeating kids. outfits. Hey, He's one of those hey, kids. Hey. <laughs> My boss at the time didn't pay me well. Don't pay people what they deserve. I pay them what they're worth. Damn. Damn. It's a good I, boss quote for you to use as you're building in payroll and thinking about life oh, now. Oh, right? tell and me about people it. People cost money now, don't they? Oh, yes. Jenny and I were just it's figuring crazy. out our workers' compensation. Yeah, exactly. Insurance situation. And then like one boring. editor is going to like edit <laughs> no a video poorly and you're going to be like, okay, I don't want you to work with me anymore. And then these attorneys are going to call them. And that little editor is going to be like, oh, you're famous on TikTok. You just fired me and that's discrimination. And then you're going to have to deal with it. <gasps> oh. Right? oh my God. Welcome to the world to of being a boss. <laughs> I'm trying to inspire you. Do you have like a contract template or something? Like <laughs> I will that totally could... help you out. It's my okay. new line of business. Oh, perfect. Everyone perfect. that comes on this podcast, they'll give you business consulting. <laughs> services there it is what is <laughs> perfect on that note what is the biggest thing you think you've learned since opening or starting your own business emma 2020 emma 2023 what's the biggest difference in terms of like i think i think i learned the most once i opened the shop right and i really learned how important it is to have a, an, a great team a team that's committed and yep. sees your vision as close to you can because no one is ever going to see it as as good as you, you're yeah. you're gonna know it the best. But yeah, you're the captain. People that are in line with it and want to be down for the ride with you—that's most important. And number two is figuring out like who to hire and who not to hire. I've learned like yeah. how to interview people, what questions to ask because I made mistakes. Like I've had to fire a few people, let a few people go because you know certain things just didn't work out. Um, what questions do you ask? Well, I always like to ask. Um, like, tell me about a problem you solved at your last position that you're proud of. Yeah. Um, classic. Like seeing how they problem solve and and what the problem is too, because it might be something that's like totally like doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, okay, like they don't care. Yeah, that's not a real problem. Exactly. Ryan, Ryan has a good method to. Yeah, I would love to know. I would love to know your questions. You ask people two questions. We well, has more than two. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> um, we, we we have a we have a pretty intense interview process. We also now. Uh, cause we've made some mistakes. And so <laughs> just kidding. The, um, uh, uh, we now do like person, there's personality tests that we give now and we never used to, cause I always thought they were a waste of time, but we give personality tests now because someone, what I learned the hard way too, mm-hmm. is someone can be a really great interview and a terrible employee. 
So mm-hmm. you get a great interview and everyone's super excited and then they show up and you're like, maybe they're just having an off week. And then the next week, and then they start making mistakes and this, that, that, I'm like, what? And then you give them a personality test and you realize like, ah, okay, this person is not dependable. This person has issues with honesty, you know? And these tests are written in such a way where like, you're supposed to kind of get a lot of it wrong and it tests how honest you are with getting things wrong. Like it knows if you're trying to fake it. And so it'll tell you, that's how, that's how that employee will work with you. Right. Wow. If you're like, hey, what's the accounting of the store today? And you hire that person and they're, you know, the personality would test would tell you don't hire that person. And then I'll ask, you know, the two questions I like to ask for, for our roles. Right. Because I because we hire a lot of salespeople mm-hmm. and salespeople have to be, uh, you know, uh, enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. They have to have empathy. You know, they have to be like full on humans. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that just aren't. Mm-hmm. OK. And so I'll ask them to tell me about the best day of their life. And so if cool. they're like, I don't know the day I got married and that's it. That person is gonna have a real hard time showing enthusiasm for marble. <laughs> you know, that person's gonna have a hard time getting excited with a buyer because sales, whether it's vintage clothing or real estate is just the transfer of enthusiasm from you to that person. So the reason people really like you, right? It's not just the look, it's because you're so enthusiastic about the hunt and the find and the yeah. deals and this, mm-hmm. that people are like, oh my God, she's into, I, I, I also, I love those boots now too, right? <laughs> and then I ask them to tell me about the worst day of their life. And if they're like, the day my grandmother died, um, that person has zero empathy. Like, I, I don't need that person to cry, right? But people do, um, because they need to know that they can they can also emote in a way with a buyer who just lost their fifth house or a seller who is under the gun to sell because their interest rate's about to go up because they have an adjustable rate mortgage and they're freaking out. So I need an agent who's gonna be able to say, I completely understand. I'm doing everything possible and like mm-hmm. understand where that person's coming from versus just just looking at it like a transaction. Yeah. And you'd be so, maybe you wouldn't be surprised how hard those two questions are for most people to answer. Wow. Yeah. We'll send you an invoice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, we should use those, especially when interviewing like salespeople for the store. Uh, no, I've- For editors and- They're you know already what I mean? on our list. They're already on our list. Thank you, Ren. That was so insightful. Wow. You should use them. They're- they're we will. Yeah, they're helpful. Um, now they're prepared after seeing this podcast to answer those questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How big is the team? How, what's, what's the rogue team? How many employees I have, depend on you? I have like two full-time. I have Jenny and Haley and they're amazing. Editing team, we have Gabe, Angel that are remote, and Gabe comes in and we have a Gabe. Oh yeah, Gabe is the man. And then Helena, Sierra, it's like on and off like ten. Wow. Yeah. Because I have I have also interns too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, interns are the best. Ten or twelve. Yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah, they're when are we gonna see Rogue two, three, seven? It hey, was the next door. You wanna do a pop up here? Oh. You should do a solo pop up. Oh, this this building was built for Tommy Hilfiger. It was Tommy Hilfiger headquarters. No way. So this was the store. Have you been through already? No, I think Andy was going to show. I'll show you. So, um, uh, and so then we had to repurpose it all for whatever it is our company is. You know, so it's a mixture of a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the cool things about this, about having the retail space, is like you know during the holidays we'll do like cool gifting stuff and like we're always down for cool pop-ups, like not forever, but if you wanted to do like a, I don't know, a Soho thing or something, whatever, like we're totally, totally open. 
Yeah, we'll figure something out. I would love to do something here. Maybe we'll curate like a special surhan. That would collection. be so awesome. Yeah, like how, how big is your store? 350 square feet. Yeah, so 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 like <laughs> if you do like, if you want to do like one cool thing and invite a bunch of people and create a bunch of content, like that's what this first floor is for, like in the evenings. And then during the day, it's agents, creators kind of running around and just doing stuff. Cool. Rogue LA. That'll be a follow-up to the pod. Follow-up. Rogue LA, hopefully soon, but I, I actually- It's hard. Was going to hit you up. It's hard. Recently about a- a period of time we were going through, but everything was actually settled yesterday. Oh, no, 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 nice. wait, is it Monday or Tuesday? It's Wednesday. It was on Monday, we settled, uh -huh. but we have a new space coming. Okay, LA's hard. The West Coast is hard, hard place yeah. to do business. Yeah. You know? People new want York? us out there, people want us out there, but we're moving, no, we're gonna have another location in New York great. soon. You will? Yeah. yeah. New York's awesome because like, it can really work or it could really not. And it's definitely very, very expensive. And there's mm -hmm. only so much space available. But I also feel like New Yorkers and the tourists that come to New York are always so excited and welcoming for the next thing, mm -hmm. right? Like the fact that like you open up your spot, people are like, oh, finally, I don't even know who you are, but I want you here now. And then they follow you and then they're all into it. Like mm -hmm. they, in other cities, it's not the same. Other cities, including the West Coast, their cities can be very, very territorial. You know, it's just like, it's a, it's kind of a, it's a shame. Like we're, we're very, very much champions of, of the new. And I think what you're doing is super awesome and very cool and super inspiring. So thanks for being here. Thanks for taking time out of treasure hunting for the next, for the next fit. Thank Perfect. you so much guys. It was Thank a pleasure. You, Thank you, Ryan. Bye. Woo!